0: I'm just going to click record and go. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. This is Through the Mic with Mike Roven. Through the Mic podcast featuring yours truly Mike Roven. Hello and welcome back to episode number 2 of the Through the Mic podcast. Really excited to be back here for another round of this. I've been waiting all week for it. Literally waiting all week to get back behind the microphone. So I'm very excited to be back here. Um, It was a huge, huge moment for me last Sunday when I pressed send or upload on Facebook to sort of share the uh, first podcast, the first episode. I know I'm a little late to the whole podcast party. This is certainly not a new thing, but it's a new thing for me. But it's something I've been waiting to do for a long, long time. It's like, all this anticipation, all this anxiety, all this waiting and thinking finally culminated in me launching this podcast up there and putting it out to the world, so to speak. And um, it was jumping out of my skin for a little while, but it was a very cool moment. And uh, it was a big lesson for me because, you know, I've kind of worked through and and lived with and been challenged by making decisions based on what other people are going to think and react and how they're going to react. And so... This was like a really big moment for me because you know you're putting yourself out there for other people to kind of see and hear and um it's like what are people gonna think what are people gonna you know think about all this and um you know it I really was uh, quite a crazy experience for me i really wasn't anticipating so many emotions being tied up in all that but um it was actually a good moment for me to stop and realize that you know what this isn't really about you guys it is but really this is about me this is something i want to do i've been wanting to do this is something that i've been thinking about doing for a long time and so i've got to just change the focus back on me and my excitement about all this and trust myself and trust this process and know that this is something that i've been working on for a really long time so that's where i've been and since Sunday, have been so excited to get back behind this microphone. I've been waiting all week, but, you know, work, life, kids, all that stuff get in the way made it difficult to get back down here. But here we are again. Um, you know, all this excitement and emotion that I've had wrapped up around this just goes to show that I just need to do this more often. So there's not this big lapse of time in between podcasts so that way I can kind of keep my excitement going. So uh, that's all been happening. I'm actually here in my own space today. I am uh, renting an office space in Sink Gorham, which is a co-working space uh, started up by a dad of um, some kids that my kids go to school with. And um, you know, during COVID people needed a place to go and work when their offices weren't open and couldn't really just sit at the living room table and work. So this co-working uh, space was opened up by Rob Woodman. Rob, thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and be part of the Sync Gorham community. And so now I'm kind of building up my own space, which is, Exciting and a step forward in this whole uh, podcast journey. So, yeah, very cool. Uh, hope everybody is doing well. Hope you had a great week. It's kind of crazy out there. And, um, you know, so I'm going to uh, welcome a guest on the show here in just a couple minutes and we'll get started with that and, um, you know, keep things rolling here with the podcast. And just so you know, even though the overarching theme of this podcast, you know, is about, you know, spiritual health, mental well being you know, energy. We talked a lot about meditation last week and I'm going to keep preaching on my soapbox about it. Um, there's going to be more involved in this podcast. It's, it will be more general topics. I've got lots of fun ideas of different, you know, guests to come on and join me on this thing. So it's, it won't be just about meditation, spirituality, lots of different things coming your way, just so you know, on that one. Okay. So here we are my guest on the podcast today, is my good friend robin ivy payton Uh, robin and i go back to my radio days here in portland um, where robin was of course a long time radio personality here in maine and um, had her own radio shows and used to come onto my show and do some uh, astrology updates so this is certainly not our foray into doing radio bits together Um, but robin has had quite a journey since your or her radio days as well um, making quite the transformation since you left radio. So Robin, thank you so much for joining me today. This is great.
1: Oh my gosh, it's great. We used to have the best conversations in the studio. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. This is cool. And it's fun that we're kind of bringing this back in a new and different way, you know, um, our radio uh, radio interactions. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad to do this.
1: I love it. We we can never re really recreate those conversations, but you were- I'm going to say one of the only people that like we would go in the studio and start talking about astrology and like, we could just, it it would turn into like 15, 20 minutes that we thought was going to be three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, that's so awesome. And that's how, you know, and that's, that was sort of like, I think one of the things that inspired me to want to do this is I always wind up in these awesome conversations with my close friends. I thought, boy, if we could just record that, you know? and put it out there or at least make it available for other people to to hear and to benefit from. So mm-hmm. that's why Absolutely. we're here, you know? Yep. But it's taken me a while to get here, but you know, better late than never, I suppose.
1: Well, thanks for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, um, I don't know about you, but you know, I, I guess it would be cool to kind of talk about what's going on because now you're, you know, you left radio. What year did you leave? 20? Well,
1: I left, the incarnation that I was then in the summer of 2013. Okay. And then, I mean, I have done some radio since then as Robin's Zodiac Zone, but right. not like a daily show. Okay,
0: so 2013, yeah. yeah. 2013. Yeah, and then you sort of like left completely, totally went away, came back as almost like a new person. And, you know, it's like completely transformed yourself.
1: I think that that was a little bit more on the outside the way that someone would see it than it was on the inside me. Mm. Um, I had practiced yoga for a long time. I had already done my yoga teacher training. I had already started teaching yoga actually before I left the radio station. And it was like personal life things that, um, that led me to actually Make the break, although I feel like it was exactly the right time. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was like getting remarried to my husband, like right. that. Right. And he lived in Florida, so um, that's yeah. I went away for um, only 14 months, hmm. and it seems like longer. I guess people will still say, "Oh, you live, you don't live in Florida." No, I'm right here, um, back in the Portland area, but. I had practiced yoga for a long time. And, you know, I think the, the part of me that is like, or was, or is a DJ was, is still there. Yeah. And the way that I interact with people, you know, at first I said, I'm just in a different studio. I'm in a yoga studio, not a radio studio. I think I, st- I talked to fewer people at a time with my voice, but Robin Zodiac Zone is still like talking to the many. Yeah. Mostly mostly through writing right now. Um, right now I'm not doing any broadcasts with it, but um, yeah, I don't know that the inner me changed that much. I think it was just the external circumstances.
0: You were kind of coming into alignment with yourself a little bit more to some yeah, extent. I,
1: I, I think maybe just a different part of yes. myself Came to the forefront. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been a teacher. Also, yeah. I have a background in teaching. Even when I was in radio, um, I would coach new DJs. Now I train yoga teachers.
0: Right, right.
1: So it, I'm really doing very similar things. It just looks. More different on the outside that's what
0: i think yeah that makes really good sense so for those who don't know you might have seen robin as mainly a radio dj but when she left and then came back as like sort of a yoga practitioner yoga instructor professional you know healer reiki astrology and all that and then that really became your full-time career so it was pretty awesome and now you become sort of like this well-known almost uh you know, legend in the yoga community here in Maine. I mean, it's, uh, like, you know, your name is almost synonymous with yoga here in Portland, which is pretty awesome. And I think that's very that's cool. cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that.
0: So, you know, it's, uh, you know, just to kind of get right into it, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I, I've been noticing, or at least just observing out there, I guess, you know, just seeing my friends and on social media, it seems as though we or people are starting to kind of like see light at the end of this tunnel that we've been in for the past year. Year or so, and like starting to kind of like, like take stock of who am I and who am I going to be when this is all done? Are you seeing that too? Like, I feel like a lot Uh-oh. of people are starting to like almost like re renew themselves somehow. Are you seeing that too?
1: I feel that yeah. personally. I have to think about am I seeing that in other people? I feel it personally. So, that's the thing I can speak to the most. I'm right where. I'm right there, what you just said. I have been working at home the entire year. Um, So I trained two groups of yoga teachers, brand new ones during the pandemic. One that was unplanned. We started uh, January and then they had to finish their yoga teacher training at the end of May online, those last two months. Hmm. The other group, started knowing that it would be mostly a virtual training and we also trained outdoors. So that started in the fall and ended in February. Okay. And we were lucky because we had great weather this year. So we were able to go outside and uh, we would go to places in like Cape Elizabeth primarily and um, spend a day together outdoors mm-hmm. at the beginning and um, a little bit at the end as well because we had some nice weather this winter too. I am right at that point though, Mike, I am asking myself, I had a very, you know, a very robust schedule in yoga studios, multiple studios. um, And and, and how much do I wanna go back out? I, I really enjoy teaching virtually, but I also enjoy teaching in the studio. And I think there's all sorts of things that come into consideration, but as a lifestyle for me, it's like, well, what lifestyle do I want? And I'll tell you one thing that I know. I don't want to run all around anymore. Right. I don't want to be driving in my car as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I I hope to strike like a good balance of, and I think people will want to stream things. I'm going to just say forever. Right. Um, not too literally, but like, there are people who I had a yoga student the other night that said, you know, please keep streaming this class because I don't live close by Right. anymore. Yep. And so people have found community in different ways and they've found their professional lives in different ways. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe they've um, it, other things, you know, whatever it is, maybe they don't want to get dressed the way they used to, to go out into the world or, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we've been through something that, you know, it allows for recreation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm just going to ask you, I really dislike terms like back to normal. Oh my gosh.
0: Right. It's not a thing. That
1: was normal. Like, I don't even really like the word normal, but like, right. Even if people say back to how it was or, well, was it good?
0: Yeah. Right. I, Not really. Could it
1: be better? <laughs> right. I, I like to think that it could be better and that we've learned like what's important to us, but it takes, it takes some sorting, right? It
0: does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's interesting too, because like you say, now that I've spent this year looking at everything differently including myself and how I go about living my life. And, you know, we were forced to, cause I think just by nature, we're always, you know, we're like, just in this habitual lifestyle, but we were forced to stop and look at how do I live my life differently? And so now we think about, okay, when things, I don't know, like you say, relax a little bit, or we're open to, uh, you know, go back to doing things in some way that we used to do them or, you know, have that opportunity. What am I going to do? Because I don't want to just go back to the way things used to be. Because like you say, it wasn't really great then. So now we have a chance to do it differently. How am I going to do it? You know, and I feel like as I'm more of talking to people and, you know, hearing people talk and seeing stuff on social media, I I see a lot of people like sort of talking about trying new things, you know, trying, opening up a new business or whatever, whatever the case is but it seems to be this like renewal that's sort starting to come in. Yeah. You we've
1: know? been, we've been through change. Like I'm not going to say that we've changed. Some people may have changed. Um, but have they really changed or were things just allowed to come to the forefront? So now it almost seems like we rehearsed this. We didn't, we right. didn't know that we were going to talk about this, but just like you said, you said that, you know, I transformed and I I came back different from what I was, but I didn't do that very much, I don't think. I think just the part that was in the forefront was a different part. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's still there. And, you know, it could be, it, you could see that in the blink of an eye, you know, and some days, Yeah. you know, some days you probably would see that in me if we were around each other a lot. But what's changed is that we, we had to, like you said, we had to face ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And in all our parts, for worse, better, just for knowledge. And there were astrological things that correlated with that too last year. But we needed to do that because of the external situation we had to, or we had this opportunity to um internally find some other resources in ourselves or parts of ourselves that that could emerge and i'm not saying that was all beautiful mm-hmm. you know but it I, was just true
0: yeah change change can sometimes be a little bit i don't know messy or unorganized disorganized to some extent
1: and emotional
0: yeah and emotional yeah
1: Very this, emotional. Was a,
0: this was an emotional moment for me i never expected that when I sort of like posted this podcast, my first one, that I was going to feel so, I, this crazy emotional overload came over me. It was the weirdest thing. It was almost like I crossed this bridge. You know, I, I, I transformed and changed into something, you know. It was really wild. I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah. When, when I first taught yoga, the very first day that I taught a full class by myself, on my own, um, and I was in Brunswick. I remember where I was. That studio is no longer there, um, and it was—it was not just a class. It was like a workshop because mm-hmm. it was astrology and yoga. And I walked away, and you know, I was still doing my daily morning radio show and everything then. And I said, "That's the best thing I've ever done professionally." Wow! And it was just like twelve people in a room with me, and amazing because I was like, "Wow, twelve people." like trusted me to come and like, let me offer this. And that was when Robin Zodiac Yoga was born. And it was actually because someone asked me to do it. It wasn't something that I decided. Hmm. And, and so I'm thinking when you just said that, yeah, that you might've had at least some similarity in how you felt.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, something that I was excited about, anxious about, and, you know, it just, I guess it was that it all coming to fruition, you know, it feeling real as opposed to something that was just in my mind, you know, and, and two, I think there was a lot of, um, I don't know, thought of judgment. I I really was connected to what other people were going to think about this, you know? So it really forced me to stop and say, no, this is about me. This is about my journey and, and focus on that less than what other people would think of it, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. Judgment is such an interesting thing because, um, in some ways, we could be subjected to less judgment or concern about judgment about certain things during the pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of not being out socially in the community as much, or even for work, possibly being able to work at home for right. the people who did that. So maybe people aren't looking at you as much, or you can you can go to a Zoom meeting and you can turn off your your video or whatever. Right. But on the other hand, the judgment in society is like full blown out of control in a way that we've never seen in our lifetime, I don't think.
0: Right, right.
1: At least the the outward manifestation of it. Again, Mm. it was there, right? Right. It was all there. We weren't seeing it as much, which meant less awareness about it. So there, there are these parallels.
0: Yeah, that's actually a very good point. It was there all along. We just weren't necessarily seeing it quite as much, or in that same way. So,
1: truthfully, I think in doing readings for people, like I do astrology and tarot, and just intuitive readings, and you know, energy readings, and I really think that judgment is the thing that trips people up the most. Mm-hmm. Um, judging, judging themselves, also having a pattern of having heard a lot of judgment and then judging themselves and how much people can like, you know, really analyze and dwell in judgment, I think is enormous. Whether people are trying to, you know, find a life partner or whether they are um, needing the confidence to do something new, like what you're doing. Right. Um, Just all kinds of different reasons like, Judgment is just really a a
0: yeah big a
1: mean a mean thing.
0: It it can be yeah yeah absolutely. Are you in a can you can you talk a little bit about astrology and you know what's going on right now and you know um, what the energy in the universe is is doing right at this at, at this time?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so. Looking at 2020 versus 2021 is one way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. We had like, when, when things happen multiple times in a year, they have a big effect. So even if they're like spread out. So last year we had two planets, that was Jupiter and Pluto, that were meeting three times. Okay. Okay. Because of retrogrades, they can meet three times. So planets might not meet each other for, let's say, 20 years. Hmm. And then those two planets will have a pattern of they do it a few times because the outer planets, especially, they have retrogrades which last for months at a time. Anyway, we don't need to get into the math of that or the science of that. But last year it was Jupiter and Pluto. So... Jupiter is a lot about like blessings and it's a lot about expansion and it's a lot about abundance and also gathering knowledge like Jupiter is the planet of our wisdom and and learning whether it's that you're going to school or that you're having um like drawing in like information and wisdom from other experiences travel would be one like it's 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 a planet that has a lot to do with culture and global Anything, you know, global travel, global business, global. It's Hmm. global. Yeah. And then Pluto. And so I think of Jupiter as being like sort of out here, you know, it's expansive. Right. Pluto is in here and Pluto is shadow and it's things we can't see. And it includes actually the virus itself Hmm. because a virus is something we can't see. And that's one of the reasons that you know, well, if we could see it, we probably wouldn't spread it because we wouldn't go near that virus because we could see it, you know? So Jupiter and Pluto meeting, or at least my interpretation, one of my interpretations of it is taking things that are hidden and bringing them out into the forefront and also spreading them. So look what happened. Right. But, But yet I will say there's another thing about Jupiter and Pluto. Um, It can be lots of healing. Uh, It's going to bring out the shadow. It's going to bring out possibly judgment. Um, it, It would also bring out other things that were repressed. So they could be like desires, you know, wishes of the soul even. Wow. And then to allow for that to somehow grow. So there's, you know, it's not all good or all bad. Right. But the year was very much defined by Jupiter and Pluto.
0: Mm. Yeah, Yeah. And,
1: and they were in Capricorn, by the way. And Saturn was also in Capricorn and was involved in some of that stuff, too. And Saturn is about, like, life lessons, restrictions, boundaries, limits, rules, um, maturity, becoming mm-hmm. more mature. So and and structures too, like uh, government, you know, structures. So, okay. So anyway, yeah, that was in Capricorn. So what happened then? And you probably heard about this because even people who don't really follow probably came across an article somewhere. So those plant uh, Jupiter and Saturn moved to Aquarius. Right. Very different time. Very different themes with that move and pluto stayed in capricorn cuz that's you know pluto will stay there for longer the the movement from being in like capricorn influenced time versus being in saturn influenced time with these planets is is pretty dramatic and different Mm-hmm. and so in Aquarius now now this year sorry about this long answer to a short yeah question. no it's
0: good it's really interesting and actually it sounds really relevant
1: so Saturn Saturn and Jupiter are in Aquarius Aquarius is about the collective so rather than being about like the government or the authority or the hierarchy of Capricorn or the structure of it Aquarius is Aquarius is innovative and experimental and visionary, but most importantly, I think it's about the collective, like all people. Hmm. So it's our connection to all,
0: everything, all people,
1: especially people. Yeah. So and ideas, I guess, and and technology. Aquarius is a sign of technology. Hmm. Um, so with jupiter and saturn in that sign now rather than looking at like maybe what's good for or not looking at but like rather than the focus or theme being what's good for corporations what's good for hierarchies what kind of keeps things in place Mm -hmm. it's like no this is about all of us together. So 2021 has that aspect. Wow. And then there's one more thing, but it's big. Yeah. So the planet Saturn, which is the one about like maturity and more like boundaries and limitations and rules and structures, that planet, which can be a real challenge planet is forming a square angle three times this year.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Planet To the planet Uranus, which is in Taurus. And this is a huge challenge. So it might sound all great age of Aquarius when we talk about our connection to everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: those three squares are really going to define this year in terms of like, do we put the effort in? Will we go for that electrifying change that the planet Uranus is about? Mm. Will we really redefine structures so that they work very differently? Um, and there's more. Mm. So there's a lot of effort required when it's a square angle, it's work. So there's a lot of work this year mm. in terms of like really redefining. This goes right back to what you were talking about at the right. beginning. Right. Recreating Uranus forces that we tear down to build back up. Mm. And will, how will that happen? Will that happen? Will, in what way will we, as a society, follow through with that?
0: Right. That's crazy. I mean, how does that happen right at this time? Like you say, we're just talking about how people are sort of transforming and looking ahead to what does the future look like for me and for us collectively? How does that all happen that energetically, universally, it's happening the same way?
1: Well, oh, I, think, I think it's like the opposite of that. It's that it's happening now because of that.
0: Right, yep. How, like, could, you, how could someone it, deny that, you know?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, just like anything, you can try to make something fit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, like even on Inauguration Day this year, we mm-hmm. had this crazy angry aspect going on in the heavens. I won't get into it too much. But, you know, it made me concerned about that day. Wow. Really what I think is because a lot of those kinds of aspects are, they're long acting. They're not really about one day. I think what happened is we experienced the peak of it two weeks before that day, you know, mm-hmm. two and a half weeks, whatever it was, January 6th. Um, I think it was mm. because they're, they're not really just about the day and the moment that they happen, the whole lead up and the whole, then unwinding of it. And so, um, yeah, I don't think it's that the astrology is happening while we're going through this. I think we're going through it because of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, that's, that's me. I
0: mean, yeah, it makes sense. I I don't know how you could believe otherwise, but you know, you're welcome to believe whatever you want. So, so should we then feel like this is, this is the year that I should try some new things? I mean, that, that I should, reinvent myself or take a huge risk is that what this is all sort of telling us that you know this is the time Um, to put in the work and do it
1: i think that that could be one that could be one way that it might manifest and when you come up upon if you do come up upon like blocks or things that are really challenging about it and things that have to be worked out and reinvented Um, then you might say, well, maybe that's that square in action in my life. We'd have to honestly see your chart to like know how this year that sits for you. Mm -hmm. However, what I really do think is broadening it. It's about this being the year for us to really put in the effort to redefine and rework and even destroy in order to recreate the systems and the structures that have to do with repression. Hmm. So I'm thinking societal when I say that. Like if we are suppressing voices, suppressing voters, mm-hmm. suppressing um, a group, or controlling and dominating in some way, this is our time to put in the effort and find the the new approaches and alternatives that relate to um, justice and just being a better society.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's deep, that's awesome. It's very And, cool. and
1: again, it, it's a question. It's yeah. When, when things come up astrologically or even in any kind of a reading that I do, I believe that we have free will and that we choose and that the opportunity, the square is the opportunity and the offering and sometimes the events mm-hmm. that can lead to then our choices. Right. And so, you know, we have free choice and Will we really sort of find a way to work together? Will we, or will things really need to be recreated in a different way? And I'm not going to go like too far with that, but I can envision, you know, you know, things that probably would never happen. But you know, things could go in a really different way, where there's really, um, you know, a recreation that that includes like more division.
0: Right, right, right. We don't know exactly how it will look. We definitely can see things changing structurally, politically, societally, professionally. I can even see some things on the horizon changing personally um, within sort of myself and my family's structure. Mm -hmm. There's definitely some things percolating that are going to bring about, I think, some structural change and and all that. So, yeah, it should be really interesting to see how it all plays out because we really don't know how it will play out.
1: When you start talking about your family, I think, you know, I don't have, you know, I have a grown child, but like, not a child, you know, I have an adult child. Right. So, oh, I I have so much um, empathy and, and respect and a, a lot of feelings for people who have been raising children during this and for the children and the teens themselves. And, you yeah. know, I have a lot of wondering of how this, is shaping youth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We all do. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy. And, you know, it's hard for us as parents to, to, you know, bear witness to it and to see our kids sort of try to muscle their way through this and not have personal connections and in-person learning situations and just a chance to kind of hang out and be with their friends and, you know, and seeing their parents go through all these different struggles and challenges, it will be very interesting to see um, how it plays out. And I too feel just really a lot of empathy for kids. I do, you know, so pretty wild. Thank you for that, by the way. That's great. It's really good. And it, again, it's so relevant to just what started out this conversation was me saying, I'm observing people kind of going through this, like questioning who they are in transcendence. And that's really what's happening energetically at the same time. Yeah. Mm. And
1: I have friends who have had or are having babies, mm. you know, anytime from like last March where they didn't know, you know, that their baby was going to be born in a pandemic, maybe in the first week of it, even Right. to people who, you know, chose to then have a baby during this yeah. year that just went by to right. people who, yeah, who chose to have a baby, whether it's born yard or not, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, that is so brave. And We need those babies. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) We do need those babies, but that's so brave. And so, um, I, I actually want to say selfless in a way.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. To put everything aside and just go for it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely. Well, change to change gears a little bit. Um, cause something you said on our phone conversation, when we were talking a week or two ago, really kind of resonated with me. Cause I've been talking a lot about meditation and I talk a lot about it because of how important it is for me. I mean, I, I'm like on my soapbox about meditation all the time, because I know how important it is for me and to me and and how much it helped me sort of like go through the difficult life changes that I've gone through. Um, and how I sort of been trying to be a proponent for other people and that I know and who are. You know, listening to this podcast to also practice. But you made a really good point that, you know, meditation, or at least in its traditional form, is maybe not for everybody, or at least maybe not straight away. So could you talk mm-hmm. about that? Because I thought that was really poignant. I'd love
1: to. Yeah. I'd love to. I could talk about meditation for the whole hour. I know, we me too. In fact, we could have broadcast our phone conversation. It would have been a perfect podcast. I know,
0: exactly. That's how it goes all, all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, there are different kinds of meditation although many people think of meditation is you find a seat right. and you get very relaxed and first of all sitting isn't relaxing for a lot of people so there's that boom right, right off the top right um and you clear your mind right some by some magic you clear your mind mm-hmm. Maybe by following your breath right okay so There are so many different forms of meditation and that is one form, Mm -hmm. okay? So, So like I'll be guiding a meditation later today and it's called yoga nidra and it's nothing like that. You encourage people to recline, lay down and they listen to me the whole time. I give them a few minutes of gaps where it's quiet, but it's guided and it's sequenced and there's a protocol to it. Hmm. That's different. Right. It might it might be easier.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, maybe
1: not for everyone, but it might be easier. Um, there are meditations that are guided where you listen to a voice. There are meditations where they are intended to be silent. There are meditations where you listen to sound, to healing sounds, to theta or binaural beats, or something else that slows down the brain waves. So. And there's more. I teach my new teachers in their teacher training to do walking meditations or to do meditations where you focus on a specific object and gaze. And then eventually it may dissolve the boundaries between you and that object. I mean, I could go on and on about meditation. Yeah. However, what I was saying to you that day is that meditation for people who are depressed who have a lot of darkness mm-hmm. it may not always be the best thing because it can draw them more inward to that space right. and that may not be the healthiest place to be so and there's there's actually research out there about this so if one is depressed or depressive or feeling very dark, then at least some kinds of meditation, I think especially the silent kind where you're trying, okay, meditation, people judge themselves. Here we go.
0: Right. Judgment. Right.
1: right. I can't do it. I can't do it. I have too many thoughts. I, yeah. I'm i not good at this. Like yep. people judge themselves.
0: I hear that all um, the time.
1: So meditation could bring up judgment. Now, it's not necessarily completely negative to bring things up that are difficult, but sometimes might not be the right time Mm -hmm. for that. I think all in all, although people who tend to be, so people tend to either be more on the anxiety or more on the depressive
0: continuum, okay? Yep.
1: Some people are both, mm-hmm. some people are both. Yeah. Some people have low levels of one of those or both. Some people have high levels of one or both. So there's a whole different, like, I don't know. There, there are these components that come together in, a, in an individual person and that can also change from time to time. Right. Um, so for people who feel that they lean more toward anxious or restless, I think that meditation might be more beneficial, more of the time. Right. And that if someone is feeling depressed, that meditation, depending on what kind it is, might not be the place to go. Uh If someone was depressed and I were working with them and this is just me, I would recommend a walking meditation at first
0: so like you're so physically people, walking yeah
1: because part of depression is not like feeling like moving and right if you add on to that more sitting and then going inside where it might be dark i just don't know if that's like really a great recipe right. so i would probably recommend a walking meditation maybe even walking with someone who is a silent partner so like a just to have someone nearby And you walk and you're out in nature, preferably, Mm -hmm. you know, in nature, preferably not walking through the city or something. Right. And, and that it's just quiet and that maybe you follow your own footsteps and maybe you notice your own breath and, and it, it could quiet the mind. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you have a witness, that person who's with you, um, or maybe not depending. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be my first recommendation. My second would be to sit on a bench or something somewhere or sit on a beach and just sit and just look at the water and just unplug mm-hmm. um,
0: that in and of itself could be enough
1: yeah yeah and then and then yoga nidra, a guided meditation, you know that uh, that I think is I'm just going to use the word risky for lack of a better word, less risky than trying to just sit with yourself and go inward right. where it might be. It might be scary.
0: Right. That is probably the hardest form of meditation is just to sit in a quiet place with your thoughts. And you're right. If, if, especially now in this time that we're in, you know, where we're not having the opportunity to talk as much or interact as much or just, you know, be out there. Yeah, you're right. It could really expose you to some deep stuff that you might not be prepared to, you know, handle.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all about where you're, it's all about where you're at at any given time.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, if anyone who's listening to this podcast or watching the podcast wants to maybe have some assistance, how can they find you?
1: Well, in terms of meditation, well, it yeah. depends. What they want.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meditation.
1: I can assist, assist with lots of things. Um, I, I teach most of my yoga currently, as of today, things are always subject to changeableness, um, right. but I know I'll be with these studios anyway. Um, I teach at The Breathing Room in South Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. and it's been virtual, but I think I'm getting ready to go back in the studio for at least one class soon. Um, I'm getting vaccinated this next week or whatever. I'm really so excited about that. Yeah. I want to say something about that real quick. Sure. I, I don't usually, I don't get a flu shot or anything like that. And when the pandemic started and we started talking about vaccination, I was like, yeah, I probably won't get vaccinated. Oh man, have I changed, like yeah. I can't yeah. wait to get vaccinated. Like, please right. give me the shot now. <laughs> right. so, um, breathing room, South Portland. Um, and once a month I do a yoga nidra meditation through breathing room. And it's usually on a Sunday afternoon and, and then I teach other classes there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scarborough Yoga. So okay. scarboroughmainyoga.com mm-hmm. And Breathing Room is Breathing Room M-E. You got to put the main in because there's like a breathing room in Australia or someplace. Oh,
0: right. I'm sure.
1: So, so um, Scarborough Yoga and Breathing Room are where I practice or offer my practices. And then um, Robin's Zodiac Zone has always been there. I did change it last year. I dropped the dot-com. I'm, uh, I'm like, I don't need a dot-com. Right. Um, it, it's Blogspot. It always was on Blogspot, but you could use .com, and I just dropped the .com, and I'm like, I don't, I don't yeah. need that. I don't need to, you know, have all that stuff.
0: I did the um, same thing.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's there. You know, daily forecast is there. Daily color is there. I post it on Facebook. Robin Zodiac Zone and Yoga is the page. Okay. I post that almost daily. You know, at least on the weekdays, if not more. And I post the forecast there. And there's probably other things that I'm not thinking of right now to tell you. We'll get them out there. Yeah, but primarily that. Yeah.
0: I feel for yoga studios. I I, I have to assume it's been really tough. I mean, of all oh, yeah. the things. I mean, how do you maintain that through, you know, COVID, you know, and all the, the uh, precautions?
1: Yeah, I mean, some yoga studios just all out closed down. Some still call themselves a studio, but they only offer virtual and maybe they don't have a physical space anymore. Mm-hmm. Some manage to keep their physical spaces and to open to the public and uh, masks are worn in all of the yoga studios that I know of that are in person. Uh, it's, yeah, and you know, attendance is not is not high and nor should it be. And there are limits on how many people to be in the studio. And It wasn't something that I was up for to go in and teach live. I really think, honestly, you know, people who did that and felt comfortable with that, that's their choice. But um, for me, it was really important to keep like Jared, my husband, and like my parents who I've had limited contact with, but some, they're old, you know, Mm -hmm. older, much older. Yeah. To keep my family safe and um, my sister, you know, who I have some contact with to keep each other safe and mm-hmm. uh, so I didn't go to work this year.
0: Right, right, forced you to try things and do things in a new and different way.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm comfortable with doing things online so I it really, it's been mostly okay with me to do that. Yeah, yeah. so
0: w- will you continue to do virtual? I will. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. I will, yeah. Well, I'm curious and I'm anxious and I'm, I'm interested to see how it all plays out for you too, personally, as this all changes and, you know, as more people get vaccinated and we start returning to some level of whatever, <laughs> normalcy, uh, right? you know, and, how this and, all transpires.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if, and when we do this again, I mean, things will have shifted even in, even if we did this in two weeks, right. things will have shifted and we might have different things to say. And, um...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue because I'd like to have you on again. I mean, I think it would be cool to make this like a regular feature like we used to do
1: to talk about astrology
0: and what's going on in the universe. Because like you say, it changes so often and it's so relevant to what's happening. I always found it beneficial and helpful to know, you know, what's happening. Is this a good time for me to make a change, to take a leap, to, you know, whatever, sign the thing? You know, I always think about what's going on energetically and is this the right time for it? So it's good, good information to put out there, I think.
1: Yeah. And talking to I process a lot out loud. I'm not really a hundred percent an extrovert. I'm kind of both mm-hmm. somewhere on that middle place, but I do process a lot when I talk to people. So sometimes just sitting and talking to you, I find something out that I didn't even know because it comes out my mouth.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the beauty of some of these things, you know? Yeah. So Well, thank you so much for doing this. I don't want to take up much of your time. So this was great.
1: And I just want to point out, it seems like you started doing this new endeavor that was kind of scary, but also you sense a transformation happening Mm -hmm. um, right around your own birthday.
0: Yes, I did actually. You're right. Yep.
1: So that's just, you know, something to just notice and see if that is the beginning of like some year long trend for you.
0: I hope so. It feels like it. I feel like I'm, you know, at the verge of something new, like this new journey that's ahead mm-hmm. of me. And it is coincidental I, or whatever. It's it's just funny that it all sort of happened right around my birthday. I, I didn't plan it that way. It just happened that way.
1: Right. It just happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. So. Well, awesome. Thank you again so much.
1: You're welcome. Great to
0: see you. Great to talk to you. Look forward to practicing yoga with you again sometime soon.
1: Oh, that would be fun. Maybe outside. Remember when we used to do that outside in 2015? Yeah. 14, 15, 15. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. So we'll do it again soon. We will. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Thank you.
1: Bye, Mike. Bye.
0: Bye. Wow. That was awesome. Through the mic podcast. Um, Thank you to Robin for jumping on really cool stuff um it's hard when you're doing zoom you know when you're when you're recording to really hit all the things you want to hit but i that was a really good introduction and robin has so much great information to share um i think you're gonna start seeing more involvement on the show because um you know there's just so much information from the universe i believe energetically Um, to consider, especially as we go forward through this time as we're all starting to kind of like creep towards, you know, as I said, like the light towards the end of this tunnel of the past year of COVID and living our lives differently. I think we're all starting to assess who we are, who we're going to be, what's life going to look like when this thing all quiets down, because I don't think it's ever going to go away. So um, I always find it beneficial to understand what's happening in the universe. Because I just think it's crazy to deny gravity, the planets, the position of all of that and how that affects us here in this physical realm. So even if you could take a little tidbit away from that in this conversation, and that helps you in your life as you make decisions, whether it's job change, promotions, kids, home situations, buying a new car, what have you you know, I'll try to bring that information, which is what I used to do on my radio shows when I was playing music back in the day and bring Robin on and talk about astrology, just like, hey, what's happening this week in the planets? Like, what can I be prepared for? You know, um, it's a little more specific than just reading your your daily horoscope. So anyway, that's enough for this week. Thank you again for uh, checking out the podcast. I do appreciate it gratefully so much, thank you. Um, And we'll be back again really soon for another episode so take good care of yourselves practice some sort of meditation whether it's sitting in a quiet place or going for a walk in nature maybe with someone who's just quiet and there for you um, or go sit on the beach it's going to be really nice weather this week life is busy and there's never enough time make it take 10 minutes go down to the beach go sit on a park bench um, and just have some time for your own self because we don't often take it i know i certainly don't uh, because we spend a lot of our time helping others and doing things for everyone you know, in our circles. So take a little bit of time for you just to process your thoughts, and then maybe just kind of like let them be for a little while. So there's my meditation soapbox for the week. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't do one. So take good care. We'll see you soon. Bye.